Hey everybody, yes, yes, welcome back to the Paid Search Podcast. My name is Jason Rothman. As always, I'm joined by the great Chris Schaefer. Chris, how's it going today? I'm uh, Jason. It's great to be here. I'm in a in a good mood. You're in a good mood, fired up. Um, yeah. You know, I, it's been a long time since I feel like we've both been on the same page, like legitimately fired up and energetic uh, at the same time. Usually it's one or the other, you know, but we're hitting, we're both hitting on full whatever the analogy is on motors it, it, we're doing it so it's good to, it's, yeah. it's good to be here i'm excited um, firing on all cylinders and yeah thank you thank you yeah, yeah. uh t- jason i meant to ask you this last week and i've legitimately been interested because you alluded to this a few weeks ago and the listeners i'm sure immediately want to know because they're going to be reminded how is that cleanup in the garage going and that new gym and the weightlifting it's going good. Yeah. I'm, I'm working on it. Yeah. I, I did uh, some kettlebell workouts yesterday. All right. Um, I could absolutely control you if I wanted to. If we were alone in a room together, you would not be able to get out from my grasp. Oh, man. I could dominate You'd you. pin Chris. me. But not, not so that I would. Yeah. I'd pin you down and I'd, I'd make you say uncle. <laughs> man. I'll tell you yeah. what. That's, uh, you know, it's not that far to drive. We might have to see. Yeah. Might have to yeah. see. Drive up for some punishment. Yeah, <laughs> just clear clear the floor out. We're just we're gonna wrestle. <laughs> <laughs> it's going good. I'm. I'm. It was a project. I had a lot of cleaning to do, a lot of setting up to do. So I'm still okay. setting up a lot of stuff in there. But um, I will send you pictures when yeah the final product is is ready. Nice. How are things in your world, Chris? I haven't heard about any special projects lately. No drama. Mm. Everything good. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful here in uh, east texas um that i look out my window and there's just leaves and the trees i mean the storms are insane i mean as you know i mean you guys get tornadoes we just get like giant rainstorms and wind uh but uh it's spring it's beautiful so my spirits lift i'm not a not really a fan of winter and uh that's why Mm. that's why that's why i live here in the south so it's nice to have all four seasons isn't it oh yeah Oh yeah, I remember. I'm I am a fan of winter. I'm a fan of the cold, but at the same time, we had a stretch at the end of winter here where it was like one degree, five oh, degrees, can't. ten degrees each day with a bunch of snow, and it went on for like four days. And I was like, I can't. I don't really like living like this where you can't go outside. Yeah, if you want to, I can't do it. Even if you don't want to, I don't like having not having the option. Got a lot of options on this show, Chris. The way we start, what we talk about, we're going to be talking about call extensions today. Another one of those topics where it's something that we probably are both very, very positive on in terms of using this tool to help clients. And we use it all the time and we're probably thinking about it a lot, but it's one of those themes where, yes, we use it all the time, think about it a lot, but we haven't talked about it a lot on this show, despite doing this for however yeah. many years now and yeah. 306 episodes in. So we're going to do a deep dive on the very, very important call extension and getting also down to the answer of if you need the call extension on desktop because hmm. i think that's a very interesting Ooh. thing that comes up sometimes but before that let's read a five-star review from the united states of america from eel thank you gentlemen for taking the time to produce your entertaining and informative content you make the google ads puzzle fun to assemble oh that's what a poet. Yeah, I thought you would like that. That's kind of the way you talk sometimes where mm. you come up with uh, metaphors and analogies and 
He seems very self-satisfied often <laughs> self with the with the with the puke that comes out of your mouth. Oh, Jason, I mean the I mean you you have you have a talent and it's as as I've said, you scare me in how much you can see like not just into me but like into my soul. Like just read me like a book. It's a, yeah, you know what you're like, Chris, when I see you, I see a guy that's got it together. I see a guy seconds 1 through 7 on the bull, you know? You you come out of the shoot. You're on the bull. You're 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 on top of the world. Yep. You're you're dominating your world, and the self satisfaction could not be higher <laughs> in this human being for you generally. Okay, and then okay. it equates to the bull rider while he's dominating for the first seven seconds. But when things don't go right for you, which every few years, whatever, mm-hmm. we all deal with stuff. Life, you totally crumble, and it's that eighth second on the bull where the guy falls off. Yeah. And lands right on his shoulder because that happens to you every now and then, as it happens to me. But I think for me, maybe I'm more like uh, the bull rider before the shoot opens and I know things can go off the rail and I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to enjoy and trying to be self-satisfied in the good times. But you forget that things can go off the rail and you you go uh, full self-satisfaction for the first seven seconds and then you get surprised when it hits you. You know, people go... Is that an accurate representation of your personality? I've never heard an analogy of my personality or the way I think or do things, but what a... what an, I, People go to, to whatever they call it, psychologists, um, whatever, therapists. Counseling therapy, yeah. For years to be able to kind of draw like insight into themselves like that, and you just gave that away. So, Chris, how do we not make you like the guy nervous before the shoot opens, thinking about all the bad things, but just a little more prepared Mm-mm. for getting knocked off the bull. No, no. Yeah, I agree. People don't change. So yeah, no. At least you know. Thanks for telling me. It's cool to know. Yeah, but sorry to get deep on you, but I just you were like I felt pressure to pull out an impressive metaphor because you said I'm the king of them, and it is given your your extreme <laughs> self satisfaction today. <laughs> like I'm not even a good. I'm not in a good mood. I'm. I'm I got a lot of stuff going on. I'm yeah. sick. I'm tired. Yeah. But you're such in a good mood that you just acted like I would, must yeah. be in a good mood too. Because yeah. how could anybody be in a good mood, not be in a good mood? <laughs> if I feel good. the great Chris Schaefer's in a good mood. <laughs> if, yeah. If I feel good, everything's fine. If I'm mad, everyone's going to, I'm going to drag everyone down with me. Yeah. That's, That's the truth. Yeah. That's Been the there. truth. Yeah. Well. <sighs> well, thanks for your review. Yeah. 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 It's a puzzle to assemble and we help us people assemble it. Beautiful. Beautiful. I, but I, we definitely don't help them assemble the Google Ads puzzle in the first seven minutes of these episodes. No. For sure. No, but never. Yeah. Like many people have said, the show is real. These are two guys. We're not salesmen. Life, we're, yeah. we're 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 here. We're we're sharing part of our day. We're not salesmen. We're the product. Oh. Man, are you walk off guys if you haven't left a review there you jason is on fire today absolutely just poetic in every word he's saying so please leave a five-star review and also if you want to keep jason here a man of this wisdom of this depth he needs a challenge and uh you know he needs compensation for what he does and optio is willing to finance that for you guys and the one thing that they ask is they they just want you to give their software a try. It is actually a very good deal on your part because you can try the number one Google Ads management software for free for eight weeks. This is an amazing deal. It is it is a software designed to get more done in Google Ads for managers, for freelancers, for business owners. Uh, it's an incredible deal. So I want to tell you 
about a new feature. It's called the Ingram feature. Okay, so kind of a new word to me, but I'm going to lay it out in this language. Ingram basically takes specific segments of searches that come from search terms and, and isolates those individual phrases that are common across hundreds and thousands of different search terms. And it says, hey, when it says near Chicago or something like that, we notice that you don't get as good of a return. And it can isolate those and make suggestions on lowering uh, different aspects of that. It, it's it's an amazing tool. This is a new feature that they are just announcing here uh, mid-April 2022. And uh, you can be one of the first to try it. So try the new tool at optio.com slash PSP. You can try it for eight weeks for free. You're going to like it. We thank them for their sponsorship. Okay, thanks, Chris. So yeah, today we are doing a call extension deep dive. And as we start out here, Chris, why don't you just kind of talk about the call extension, I think something we very much could not live without, but we don't give it its proper respect. So that's what we're doing today. What's going on with call extensions? What is it for people that haven't heard of it? And then just a brief overview. Yeah. So call extension is for many advertisers, whether you're e-commerce, you offer a service, a local service, a national service. Um, it is one of the most practical lead generating tools in Google ads. Okay. You spent lots of money on your website and, you know, sometimes when it comes to a certain service or a certain action, people just want to talk to someone, right? If you're a plumber, if you're offering some type of emergency service or help me now kind of thing, you know, real quick sales turnover, you know, someone come to my house and, and help with this kind of thing really quickly or come to my business and, and help me with this. I just need to talk to someone. It is one of the most practical tools, and essentially, it's just your phone number that's clickable in the ad. There's no fuss about going to the website, and then you know they see an image that they don't understand, or they read the headline, they're like, no, this isn't what I want, or they have some kind of rejection about what they see on the site, and they just don't call you for some reason, lots of reasons. This bypasses that, and it's, I know for me, Jason, with my clients, I'm sure it's true for you, it's one of the most common lead acquisition, sale acquisitions ever in Google ads. So it is by no mistake that we are dedicating an entire show to talk about some of the nuances of what this little bitty feature does and what it doesn't do and how it works. Yeah. And it's also, I kind of look at it like a great equalizer because it doesn't matter what kind of shape your website is in versus your competitors. You both can run a call extension. And like you're saying, the beauty of it is if you're in an industry where there's a big need to get someone on the phone mm-hmm. very quickly and you write really compelling ad copy that both gives people a reason to call and then also gives them a heads up that they can call. Yep and your call extension shows up, it can be a pretty cool thing because uh, right there from the ad, they can click to call and you can get on in touch with a customer without someone even going to your website. We'll talk about it still. There's still a charge. It's still a click, but it's so cool to when you pay for that click to get someone on the phone directly. Mm. Um, Chris, before you kind of lead us here uh, topic by topic, just overall positivity versus negativity about the call extension. I am, 
I don't know how I can be negative about it. No. I'm, I'm very bullish on it. And I think it is a fantastic tool to use in Google ads. And there's probably a lot of nuances to it that people don't understand, um, where if they did, um, it can help them use it better. Yeah. It's, it is, um, I mean, for a Google ads manager, for a freelancer, for someone managing their own account, it should be on your checklist to always make sure you have an ad extension added to your account. Put a phone number in. There are specific ways to call do extension, it. Call extension, yep. Sorry, yeah, a call extension. You should have it in your account. We'll talk about kind of how to make sure you you have it and, and the different option, options available to you, but it should be a default unless you explicitly do not take phone calls for some reason. It's just not part of your business process. Then okay, then don't add it. But for, for 99% of you guys listening, it should be in your account. And we're going to we're gonna dive in. Um, and uh, what we're going to do is we're going to use the, uh, the Google support doc, which I think is a great way to kind of format and understand the nuance of what Google says and what they don't say and how they say things about different features in Google ads. So we're pulling that up and we're going to go through some of the things here. So if you, if you want to reference it, that's, that's where we're looking. We're just looking at the main call extension uh, support doc. Uh, from Google ads and yeah, about, about call extensions is what it's called. And then we'll have a link in the description. Ah, thank you. Yeah. Okay, Chris. So yeah, so very important, the, the call extension here. And um, if you want to get your number in the ad, it sounds like the point is to use the call extension. That's what it's there for. I think maybe some people get tempted not to use it because it doesn't show every time. We'll talk about that. That's out of our control. But if you want your phone number to be in your ads, uh, call extension is the way to go. Yeah. Yep. Well, let, I, th I think, Jason, what we should talk about here is how the whole thing works. You know, how the call extension mm -hmm. works. You know, how is it unique? How is it different? How is it the same um, as a lot of other things? Excuse me. There is a fly on my mic. Okay. We're, we're good. Well, see, it's, it's, it's East Texas. Yeah. In the... Springtime, yeah. Yeah. That's a, to be expected. It's, yeah, it's to be expected. So here's here's how the call extension works. Um, there is no upcharge on a phone call. Right, Jason? There, there is no additional fee on a phone call. A lot of, a lot of nuances in Google Ads, Chris. You, there could be if you choose that, which we'll talk about. Ah, uh, good point. You, good point. You, you like what I'm previewing? Yeah. yeah. It's a preview. But it's a click. Yeah. It's just a click. It's a click. So if they click on the headline, they click on the phone number, it's the same. So that's... That's either good or bad news. I mean, honestly, to be able to generate a call at the same thing that you could get, uh, you know, just a visit to your site, obviously a phone call could be a potential for talking to a real person that's interested in your service in that moment. And a person going to your website is someone who can just close the website and you lose them forever. You know, I mean, obviously there's huge value in there. So having that same baseline of the cost per click is a huge asset. Yeah. So even though you could argue it's a more valuable uh, experience for the business, because instead of someone clicking to the website, maybe filling out a form, maybe calling, you're just paying the same, whatever your cost per click bid is, assuming there's no other bid adjustments, which, which we'll talk about. Yeah. And you can bypass the whole, they just go to your website and you may get them or may not as a lead to, wow, they're on the phone with us. Yeah. And here here's something that as Google managers that we are particularly interested in is the fact that that information then can be tracked as a conversion down to how long the person stayed on the phone. So you, you pay the same amount 
right? And then if they stay on the phone, they stay connected for 60 seconds or more, 90 seconds or more, you know, however many seconds you want to put in as the default, that then tracks as a successful conversion, a successful action, and that's documented in the account. So immediately you have a second layer of uh, data that you don't have you don't that you don't have by default when they go to your website and they go fill out a contact form well you better have had the proper conversion tracking for that contact form you better have set it all up properly have all that kind of uh, transaction value assigned to it all that kind of stuff with the call extension you just turn it on set it up for extension by clicking a button and boom you immediately have that second layer of uh, tracking on, on the activity level, which is phenomenal. Yeah. So you'll have, you can go into your conversions and then sometimes it's called calls from ads or something similar to that. And you can put that threshold on there, whether or not you want to track calls that last 30 seconds long being a conversion, at least 60 seconds long being a conversion or much longer. If you want to put in much longer leads to a question here, Chris, oftentimes, and a lot of our listeners are probably experiencing this right now. Some of them, I should say, oftentimes calls from ads is the only conversion type that is tracked because they haven't taken the time or haven't figured out how to track calls from website or lead form conversions. So let me ask you, when you are managing an account and that is the only conversion type you have, people are wondering, should they then manage for conversions, do automated bidding based on conversions, Mm -hmm. or is the one out of three conversion types calls from ads and not getting calls from website and lead form conversions, if you only have that as your only conversion, you're tracking calls from ads, should you be optimizing for conversions? Should you be running automated bid strategies that optimize for for conversions? Or is that not enough conversion data and you need to just focus on search term quality Mm -hmm. and and bidding to get the most traffic possible? Because I feel like it can lead people astray because you see that big conversion column number there, you see the cost per conversion, but it's not really the true cost per conversion because you're not tracking everything. But oftentimes it's the only way people track and it can throw them off. In my opinion, how do you feel about that? Like, do you ignore it or do you optimize somewhat for it? That's it's a hard. Gr- that's, that's a great point because, you know, I have many clients that will tell me, yeah, phone calls are great, but the best leads are the ones that fill out our quote form, you know, that have all the information about, you know, what their, what the square footage of their house is and what kind of pest control service they're looking for, you know, but what, but if it's a phone call, they're like, Hey, can you guys uh, come kill this bug that my wife saw? You know, uh, it's in stuff that's just completely unvaluable to them. So, um, Hey, my podcast partner is a real pest. Sometimes mm. this says pest control. Could you please call him and, and do something about that? Have I ever made that call to a pest control company? I don't know. I'd have to track your... Maybe, but I did not click on their call. I didn't click. Yeah, there you go. So you yeah. never know. Well, I, I didn't want to show up as a conversion. That is... I think that's a good point. And honestly, to answer your question directly, if I have call conversion tracking, call extension conversion tracking, and I don't have anything else, I'm still going to manage for that that conversion data. You can't help yourself. Yeah. You see it in the column and you do what you're trained to do. Now, really. now I'm not going to exclude a search term that happens to have zero conversions, but it's still a super qualified keyword or, or search term or something like that. But yeah, but absolutely. If it's the only data that I have, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, it's still the gold standard, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, there is a element of caution, but that's a, that's a great point. It is absolutely a bad situation to only have 
one side of the a lot of times you're probably doing manual bidding yes but you got to put yourself in the position mm. of someone doing a return on ad spend yeah convert uh, automated bidding or a max conversions automated bidding you can get yourself in trouble there and I think I'm going to put out the recommendation if you want to do automated bidding and you're only tracking call extension mm-hmm. calls as your conversion and not the other two types. I think if you do max conversions or target CPA and you don't factor that into your target CPA, I think you can get yourself in trouble. I think you can't go wrong in that situation with max clicks. Yeah, that's so. That's a good so point. Throw that out. There. That's a good point. If you have a clean search term history, you know maybe it'd be better to go with max. Or how about this? maybe give it a target CPA, target cost per acquisition. and That's way higher than your exactly. actual cost per? Yeah. Double it or Because you're only tracking it. one out of three. Right. Triple it. Yeah. Because you're only tracking one out of three. Because you, you don't want to go with a $50 cost per acquisition and only getting one third of the potential conversions you could be getting. So, yeah. Because if you get a $150 cost per conversion only from the call extension, you likely might be getting a $50 cost per conversion in reality from the other two conversions when they're factored in there. So I think we actually got to something there because now people can use some targeted uh, CPA or an automated strategy that is based on that. You can also back that into a targeted return on ad spend percentage. Yeah, yeah. Factoring that in. So yeah, you want to talk about the account levels? Yeah, so there are different levels of the call extension that you can apply. So some accounts might have different phone numbers for different locations, and you might need to have uh, one account with a different phone number, sorry, one, one campaign with a different phone number than a different campaign. So the way that the hierarchy works is essentially this. You can have an account default phone number, uh, which call might, extension. Yeah, that might, call extension, thank you. That might be an 800 number. And then on the campaign that's local to Chicago, you might have the sh- local Chicago branch number in at the campaign level. And then another campaign, you have a call extension that's specific to you know New York or something like that. Okay, um, different phone numbers, different locations, different regions. Now, I'll, I'll grant you, Jason, I very rarely go beyond campaign level doesn't surprise me. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> you you're Sorry, so- <laughs> you put yourself out there. I'll just push you off. You know, just, you take one little step off the cliff just, here. Oh, look I'm at pushing. That. That's what we do look, on the I show. I wonder what's Chris. down there. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. okay. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. I'm I'm with you. Um, just so for people know how to set this up, uh, you go to your extensions under ads and extensions, extensions. Then you go to the call extension. Then when you add one, when you add it. It gives you a choice to add at the account level, campaign level, ad group level, and then there's a column called level, and it will tell you what level that call extension is set at. If there's an account level call extension, that that's what runs if you add it to a campaign. If there's a campaign level call extension and also an account level, my understanding is the campaign level call extension overrides mm-hmm the account level and runs. Yep. And then if there's an ad group level call extension added at the ad group level, even if there's a campaign and or an account level call extension, the ad group level call extension overrides those two and is the one that runs. Uh, multiple locations comes to mind, Chris. Sometimes clients have different calls they like for different types of leads, like different types of legal cases or different types of moving jobs. So, in that case, it can be handy as well. But in general, I'm often adding, it's nice you can just add one to the account 
and then you can just throw it in whenever you create a new campaign. Yep. Yep. Now from here, I want to talk about probably what most people are going to be concerned about, which is, you know, when doesn't the call extension Why show don't up? I see my call extension? Right. I love that as right. a little catch line there. Yeah. I mean, because this is, I mean, if it's important to you, then, you know, you might be tempted to put so much emphasis that you use uh, call only ads, you know, or something like that. And I don't, that's a whole different conversation. I don't want to imply that anything that we're talking about here applies to call only ads because call only ads are a completely different beast. Um, they're very different. Uh, they, they, I would go so far as I'm actually much more of a fan of the call extension than I am the call only ad, but the call extensions straight up, it says on the help form, you know, it will not serve with every impression. So if you have a call extension, Google's very explicit here that they say, do not expect it to show up every time. And there's typically, from what I found, specific areas that will cause you not to show up. Number one that comes to mind is you're not showing ads above the uh, organic. You're not top of page. Before we get into your witchcraft and superstitions. Oh, okay, okay. I, by the way, I agree with you. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, let, let's read their official language and then let's see let's how our it. experience okay. lines up to that. So they say when the ad, so number one, like you're saying, Chris, it's not that it might not show with every impression. They say call extensions don't appear with every impression. Right. With <laughs> Straight every up. Ad impression. Yeah. So you're not going to show every time. Mm -hmm. Okay. I just told you that. So why are you asking me why you don't see your call extension? Do you want to get physical here? <laughs> Like, why I, did you not just hear me tell you that? And it's not that I'm telling you that or I'm a guru or whatever. I'm reading it from the official documentation. Why don't we understand? I think some people have had that client's that mm. conversation with their clients. Yeah. Maybe not the get physical part, but you know, sometimes, Chris, you're working with someone for a long time. There's high stakes. There's a mutual <laughs> brother. For me, a brothership and a, and a respect there. Yeah. But sometimes you just want to get physical and it can make you can make us a stronger bond i have to say because I've, you've been through tough times together i've never a lot I've, of physical talk today yeah, Chris. I, I think i need to go work out or <laughs> something think, you know? i don't think i've ever mentioned to a client about you know physically handling them in any way um, i've boxed with clients just to wow. just to get it out of our just, systems yeah that's awesome high stakes here okay so when the ad auction runs an algorithm god 2022 don't you just yeah yeah, here it's a little we, frustrating. Here we go. Not being able to control alg yeah. algorithms and when way an algorithm is like some some obscure like here we go out when when the blah 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 determines like the mysterious dark. But box. we will we will be talking about ways to influence that algorithm. Yeah. yeah. So there's hope when the ad auction runs, an algorithm determines. He <laughs> can't get that. past it. <laughs> whether to show the call extension and any other extensions to show next to it. Based on historical performance, and here's here's some detail, Chris, and other factors. Oh, love that. So thanks for that. Algorithms and other it factors, is, <laughs> 2022. <laughs> well, what if I told my wife that? Like, you know, why have you not why seen didn't present you, lately, Jason? Why, why didn't are you, you tell me you good husband? Why did you? Why don't you say I love you more? Well, you see, my well, my I'm having algorithm. A little, I'm, I'm having some stress at work and and other factors, huh? Other factors. All right, other factors. <laughs> It is completely normal for call extensions to appear for only a subset of total ad impressions. However, you can do bid adjustments to show your call interaction ads more often. Okay, great. So we'll talk about that. So essentially, Chris, you're not going to show every time. 
You're going to show on a subset of total impressions. They're going to take into account your historical performance and other factors. So let's, we have our own theories on other factors. You were getting into that. Let me just speak to historical performance. I'm going to take that to mean click-throughs, click-through rate, because Google wants to get paid. Google wants to connect search users with resources that help them. Maybe, oh man, what if it takes into account time on the call? What if they realize mm -hmm. there, someone's getting a lot of calls, but then people are going back to Google and searching quickly after that? I don't and know. Only being on the Other phone factors. for 15 seconds. What if your answer rate, you know, Ooh. doesn't um, hurt you? So anyway, um, as far as historical performance, I would theorize that it means click-through rate, yeah. but also common sense stuff. Put yourself in the search user's shoes. If they call and you don't answer, and it's a missed call, which Google can see, that's not a good search user experience. If the calls last for 15 seconds, not a good search user experience. If they go back to Google because you didn't give them what they want because maybe you're not showing up on good keywords and you're showing up on stuff that's somewhat related but not really what you should be showing up on and people have to go back to Google and search again and they had a bad experience, maybe that lessens the likelihood that your call extension will show. Yeah. Keep that in mind when you're running. What else do you think is going on, Chris? Yeah, I, I think the... The biggest factor that's going to be real world is there is a limited number of slots in the paid ad for the for the top three pack, the top four pack at the most. And if you do a, a search for anything with you know four ads above organic, you'll notice number one will have the typically have the most ad extensions. Period. It'll have site links, call out extensions, call extensions. It'll have everything. Ad number two will start losing a percentage of those. Ad number three will maybe not have any. Ad number four definitely won't have any. And I think that's the biggest factor because uh, what I found is if I'm not commanding first position, my call extension percentage is usually much lower. You know, if I if I'm meaning the impressions that you get, the impressions of, of my call extension is yeah. much much lower. And you can see that if you go to segment and then if you go to your going to say click type and this is a, li a little deep but you have to go to the call extension and then segment by this extension versus other there's there's a specific segment segmentation that you can use in the reporting on the call extension yeah so how often did uh, this extension show and I'm looking at my call extension for a campaign over 90 days mm -hmm. and this campaign has 1500 impressions and 380 this extension yep. impressions. There you go. I mean that's a yeah. that's a third, you know, only looking at a third there. So Google said in the document that we're reading it's normal for only a subset of the total ad impressions to contain the call extension. So if you're seeing yeah. if you're seeing a high performance of that, then it means that your ads have a great CTR, you're getting good experience, and you're probably in first position most of the time. So for you, would it safe to say it's real estate? Like the yeah. top ads, the more you bid, or at least the more no, I shouldn't say the more you bid, because it also has to do with quality score, ad rank. Yeah. The higher your ad rank, the more likely that this and other call this and other extensions show. Absolutely. Okay, I agree with that. Yeah. So it's real estate. So what's that famous saying from real estate, Chris, about location? Say it. Location, location, say it, location. Say it, say it, say it. Lo I just, location, location, location. There's about 0.00001% of people who know what I'm getting at, but there was a, uh, there's a company called Seritage Growth Properties. They own the real estate that used to be Sears and Kmart. What? 
And their CEO went on uh, an interview recently and there was kind of an awkward moment to me because there were two interviewers and the one CEO and one of the interviewers go, well, so you're telling us it's about that old saying about real estate. And the other guy was like, say it, say it. And he kind of like commanded his co-host to like say location, location, location. It was awkward. So I brought, I brought that to mind, but in our case, it's um, <laughs> location, location, location showing up higher, but in the Google ads world, that means ad rank, ad rank, ad rank. Yeah. And then in the optimized campaigns already that are optimized and that have high quality scores, it means bid, bid, bid. So Chris, I get questions a lot where clients want to show up high in the maps with the location extension and also where clients want to show the call extension a lot and my answer to them is once we're fully optimized and we've done what we can do with quality scores is a shortcut and kind of the answer to getting these extensions to show more often and kind of the only control you have over that again once you're already optimized is bidding yeah and you've got to ask yourself is it worth it to bid more to maybe get more valuable traffic because they can use those extensions including the call extension mm. can i take one sidetrack here chris okay. um do you have anything planned for desktop versus mobile um no not particularly um, okay there, so i'm gonna i'm gonna call this can can my call extensions show on desktop okay. i think that's a common question okay yeah and the answer is yes it's uh they do show on desktop i'm looking at it right now i did a search for movers near me multiple ads uh have the call extension listed in them and what's interesting on desktop is you cannot click to it because obviously you're on a desktop but Something that might surprise people, there are people that look at a desktop ad, pull out their phone, and then dial oh, the yeah. number they see on Google.com oh, yeah. on that call extension without clicking on the ad. So if someone asked, should we run, or I don't know if you can control it off the top of my head, but what does it mean when it shows up on desktop? Why is it showing up on desktop? Mm-hmm. Or do I want it to show up more on desktop by raising my ad rank? I'd say yes, because you can get um, a call. And without them clicking, it's still a click. I think when they dial that number, it should still be. Yeah, it does. I think a, a cost per click, but you get someone on the phone and um, you give them that option when that call extension shows, which to me is better than not giving. Them oh, yeah. That option. And, and stick around, guys. After the break, I'm going to talk a little bit about uh, device preferences. We're going to talk a little bit about how that phone number works and how the call tracking system works because that's not anything that we've mentioned so far. I think it's really important uh, to talk about these few other items here. But first, let's dance. Welcome back. I want to remind you why we are here and where we want you to go. We want you to go to Optio. That's O-P-T-E-O dot com slash P-S-P to get your free eight-week free trial of the best online management software for Google Ads. It's built for Google Ads. It is only Google Ads. It's built by people who know Google Ads for people who use Google Ads. Freelancer, agency, business owner. You're out of ideas. You don't know what to do. You're not sure if you should do this. You feel overwhelmed. This is the tool for the overwhelmed. It gives you peace of mind. You're going to love it. Eight weeks for free to try it can make a huge difference in your day-to-day management. 
Jason, are you ready to jump right back in to call extensions? Yeah, let's talk about how your call extensions can appear. Yeah, so one thing that is really interesting that I don't think I particularly knew this until I went through the help document, which is why I love doing these support docs and going through them. Your phone number can show in the headline. Okay, so you write through the call extension. Through the call extension. So the call extension wow. can show the phone number can be in the headline of it's bigger it's It's, blue it's blue it's big it's huge right i mean that's a huge deal so instead of you know a a written up you know long three headline kind of thing you might be able to show in the headline uh with that phone number there's particular instances when they say that you must at least have one of these i believe is the language that they're implying here um one of these instances must be true you first, the very first thing they say is you must be re, uh, you must be using responsive search ads. So I'm going to say when I'm going to say when all these are in place, you think this so? can occur when your campaign. You think all things. okay? So you think all of them yeah. okay? Yeah, it's hard. I'm not sure, but uh, I, I, that's probably true. So number one, using responsive search ads. I could also see how you're right too, though. Yeah, and then number two has a call extension eligible to serve, which that would imply okay. if one of those was true and the other one was not true. That immediately doesn't make any sense. So I think you're probably correct that all of these have to be true. Well, use well, you de- yeah, because you definitely have to have a call extension eligible. in order in order for this to work. Yeah, so it wouldn't work yeah. either way. So so far, it seems like all of them. Um, I really don't like the the kind of person that that line is in there for. Yeah, like that's that kind of person that goes, well, you didn't say this, so <laughs> I'm just checking. Like the people that, that can't handle a little some, bit of implication. Some editor you know saw this and like some yeah. jerk was like, well, guys, you didn't say that you had to have a call extension. Thanks, Bob. It's implied. Yeah. Thanks, Bob. Great. Yeah. So number three, optimizes bids towards a call conversion. This one is really interesting because that means um, that I think I think what it's implying is that you are you have your goal set to focus on the call that you want to get. You're wanting call conversions and you're allowing it to optimize. So it sounds like what it's implying is that this is going to happen if you have automated bids focusing on conversions. Look at the next one. Uses smart bidding strategies like target CPA or maximize conversion. So it sounds like you have to have calls from ads conversion in your conversions. Yes, put it in the conversion As a goal. Mm-hmm. As a goal, yeah, with this new thing, yep. as a goal that it optimizes for. Meaning, what when I'm saying that it optimizes for, I mean the bidding strategy optimizes for conversions. Right. So, yeah, all four of those. So, if you want to be able to show... We'll your- say all three. We don't need to even focus on have a call extension eligible serve. It's like, yeah, that's true, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. So, But I'm asking myself, when do I have these in place? Well, obviously the call extension, but uses responsive ads, very, very, very common. Yeah. Like very common. Yeah. 95 plus percent of the time optimizes bids towards a call conversion to me that's the same as well do i have my calls from ads conversion as a goal as a do goal. i have it in my column yes conversions probably. yes always probably always probably always on the response to search ads but what it comes down to for me is using the smart bidding strategy like target cpa or maximize conversions yeah sometimes i have those sometimes i don't it sounds like when i don't i'm going to miss out on the chance for my yeah call extension to show in the headline but I just did multiple searches here and I'm not seeing that. And I very rarely recall ever seeing that. So this is kind of like a rare thing in yeah. the wild, I think. Yeah. I, I I mean, 
multiple things have to happen. Number one, you're probably going to have to be in either first or second position. You're going to have to have all of these things. Google's going to have to decide that the optimal experience for this kind of search needs to be a call, right? There may be industries where they just rule out yeah. and they say, yeah, we never put the headline in the uh, call extension, the headline in these industries. Yeah. You know, it, it's just probably going to be, it seems like a very localized kind of thing. You're looking for a local service. You want to talk to a person, you know, where, uh, Probably wouldn't happen on e-commerce uh, types of stuff. Seemed like it'd probably happen for like a lead gen kind of thing. So um, yeah, it's it's really interesting. I personally had never really considered how frequently it might happen, but they do imply that it can happen. And if you're interested in it happening, those are the factors that you need to make sure you have them set for. And then how your call extension can appear, Chris, just more generally and more often. Desktop, these days, I'm just seeing it, it as a little phone number next to the URL. And then on mobile, it looks like what they're going with now is below the ad, they have a phone graphic, like a phone, um, a image of a phone and then call and then the number. Yeah. And you can click on that number, at least on my phone. Just to divert a bit, Jason. One that's, what, that's what I do. One, that's what yeah. I do. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Very yeah. good. Um, what were we talking about? <laughs> what bothers me about the call extension you know, we're later in the show now. It's time for the little bit of griping that I like to do every time. All right. Unbutton the collar yeah. here. Loosen up. Yeah. Chris, what are you going to do to loosen up? You don't have any. I don't have any. Sh- yeah, I don't have any buttons. Can you pull down as hard as you can and rip your Just- shirt for us, please? <laughs> do it. Two hands. Go as hard as you can. Ni- see if you can rip ni- it. Look how nice the collar you don't, is. You don't own nice shirts. No. Go. Not, that's not that, true. What, what years? All this right. Is, well, this, let's do our I thing ju- here. What, what year is this shirt from? This year? Brand new. Just unwrapped it today. Look at that. I can't ruin this collar yet. It's tight. You just unwrapped it today? Just unwrapped it today. Do you wash clothes before no. you wear them? Or neither do I often. Yeah. Because they look better. Clothes. I mean, I get that like itchy, like factory stuff on me and it breaks me yeah. out and you know I have boils, but still it looks crisp and it looks nice. Crispy Chris. Mm. Is this shirt appropriate to share on the air? <laughs> Is there anything on it? I need no, to yeah, no. I don't wear shirts with things on it anymore. See, it's I'm a professional. Nothing. Yeah, I don't wear, I hate logos. I hate wow. things on, on like, no, unbranded. Well, good for you. You got your new you shirt. You really did divert. I had a topic and you diverted completely. <laughs> Dang it. Okay, so the point. <laughs> the Wait, point well, you're negative on them. For, yeah. To, the, the, what makes you a little bit negative? The negative thing. I'm that, surprised. I don't know one negative thing about them. I, th- I think you're going to agree. I'm, I'm going to go so far as to say I absolutely think you agree with this. The one thing that drives me crazy is if on a, on the mobile experience, if you tap that number, it pops up on a smartphone and says call or cancel, call or cancel. As I understand it, you get charged at the click. You absolutely do. Pop up. You absolutely yeah. do. Once so the person no, clicks, no call. so and 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 that is very common for people to hit cancel. I'd say almost like a fifty percent rate for people to hit cancel. Uh, maybe maybe it's a little high. Maybe a 30% rate, but you can see what your rate is by looking at the actual, uh, well, this is a hard way to tell, but you could look at your call conversion. You know, let's say you have a two second call Chris, conversion. No, no, you can, you can go to your call extension. You can look at, well. Yeah, it's. No, no, you can do it. You can do it. Okay. It can be done. You can, it's a, it's a little complicated here, but you go to your call extension. Okay. You segment out by this extension versus other. Right. And the reason I only know this is because I got it pulled that up. I have it pulled up. You ex- you segment out this extension versus other. And uh, 
Well, actually, let me try. Let me try yeah. click type really quick. So yeah, you can do this. So you segment out by click type when you're looking at the call extension. Mm -hmm. Segment out by click type. I'm looking at 16 clicks overall where I'm looking at the call extension. Uh -huh. But then I segment out by click type, and it says headline 12 of them, mobile clicks to call three of them, site link one of them. So I got three clicks on the mobile click to call mm -hmm. phone number out of 16 clicks overall. But the three were on the phone number. Three times I got the pop up to say, "Do you want to call this number?" Yep. Three times. And then I have a column pulled up called phone calls, and I have two phone calls. Yep, there you not go. Not conversions, not, not 30 seconds, yeah. not 60 two seconds. Two phone calls. Because I go. only have one conversion. Yep. But it'll show you how many people clicked yes on the call. So for me, that's a ratio of 67%. 30. Let me just go back. One third. I said one third. Let me do all time here. Uh, it's a new campaign, so two out of three. Mm. I don't have good data here. but um, One third. Yeah. That's... But come on, brother. That's we're talking sample size here, and I am a scientist. Okay. Okay. Well, anyway, that's my that's my gripe is that you will pay money, and unlike a website click where they're at least going to go to your website, they can literally yeah. just hit cancel and then say, "No, I didn't want to call them right away." Then they click on your website instead. So maybe Google, because they control Android, they could put this in, and then maybe they could talk to their friends at Apple. But Insta -call. for call extension, call clicks, especially. And people didn't know they were clicking a phone number or whatever. Maybe it would be cool if you had call this number. Yes, no, go to website. Mm. We Ooh. at least could give them an option to go to our website. And it all is the same click. Yeah, yeah. You know what would happen if I worked at Google? Uh, you'd, you'd be just when I'm at when I go out to the parking lot. You know, at at uh, five in the afternoon uh -huh. to go home and drive home in yeah. my car and stuff. Yeah. The engineers would just be hiding there with a baseball bat. <laughs> they would they would just beat me to a pulp yeah, like every guy. Friday afternoon, I hate that five guy. p.m. <laughs> if I kept making these suggestions to yeah. make their life tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that would be a good feature. Auto. They, yeah, they they would immediately. The first thing they would do is they build an algorithm to auto delete your emails. Yeah, because they're good at that. And then I'm old school, so when I go face to face with the engineer team or call them. They'd get the message. Their boss would think it's a good idea. They'd have a bunch of work to do. And then they would beat me to a pulp <laughs> in the parking lot. Joe Pesci, casino oh, style in the cornfield. I, I, I don't like that movie. You know, I saw that as like a 12-year-old. Oh, that is know? awful. Yeah. It is an, that movie gave me nightmares as an adult. Just Do you know what that does to your view of like marriages oh, and relationships yeah. as a 12-year-old where you see Sharon so Stone and dark. Robert De Niro? and oh. Yeah. The drama, the money, the pills, the clothes, the, the closet. The betrayal. Okay, anyway, call conversion. Uh, last thing, Jason. Last thing. Uh, well, next to last thing. We're going to wrap it up quick here. One thing I want as a public service announcement. You've stuck around this long. I'm going to I'm gonna make it worth your time. I'm going to let you know that that little device preference checkbox that so many of you auto-click. I, I, I do a lot of audits on accounts, a lot of looking at accounts, training, management, all that. I see this all the time. Be aware, when you hit that device preference checkbox in the call extension, what that does is that does not force the call extension to only show on mobile. That does not okay, mean... Let's slow, let's, let's slow down. You're creating a call extension. Uh-huh. So you create one, and then one of the options you have under advanced options, you have to click to advanced options, is device preference, and it gives you a box that you can check for mobile. That's it. Do you check mobile for your preference, or do you not? A lot of people think it means one thing. Chris is going to set the record straight. So what this checkbox does is it 
gives preference to mobile devices. So if Google is going to show on one device over the other, you you know you get the same number of um, you know you get the same number of uh, device impressions on mobile and computer. It's going to give a higher percentage to the mobile impressions when it shows the call extension. Now, this might be something that you want. And for a lot of people, it may be perfect, but be aware. For example, B2B, if you get less mobile clicks because you're a B2B lead generation company and you click that checkbox, it might not show as often on a computer that's doing a search, which might be a detriment to your campaign because a computer might be a more qualified device for you to get leads from. I th- uh, more more of your traffic naturally might come yeah. from searches on a desktop. Yeah, I was just working with a company Good yesterday point. that that you know they 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 did services for restaurants, and we realized computer traffic was incredibly valuable for them. So this would have been a detriment to their campaign to have that turned on. So I think that is a very important distinction to make about the uh, device preference yep uh alternatively if you know you want a lot of calls from the call extension and you don't necessarily care if it shows up on desktop or tablet just showing up there but you really want to get a lot of calls from the mobile from the call extension on mobile you can check that box and tell google you'd like it to show up more often on mobile um but like it says it will still show up on desktop and tablet just they know your preference is mobile. I think that's a lot of times we have a problem with words that are used in the documentation and in the interface where we think different words could use be used better. Mm-hmm. But I think this is a perfect word here, the preference. They're literally asking you, what, hey, what's your preference? Yeah, yeah. And you can, you can tell them. Chris, real quick, I just want to talk about um, how to schedule your call extension. One of the questions I get often is, you know, we're only open 8 to 1 p.m., uh, Monday through Thursday, because it's 2022, Chris, and everything's going in that direction. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Okay. People are trying to outlaw work on Fridays, not just make it optional, but outlaw it. If your company has over X amount of employees. We're going to make a lot of money, Jason. And now I just share that news and the engineers are going to beat me to a pulp <laughs> again because I'm going to make them come in on Friday. Sorry, guys. But um, yeah, so you're only open on Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. Um, and you have your call extension turned on, but you're running your ads 24-7 because you have nice big lead forms on your website and you get leads overnight and on the weekends. So you don't want your call extension to show when you're not able to take calls. When you set your call extension up, you click on that advanced options and you have the option to choose what days and what times your call extension shows. You also have, you can even do start and end dates if you're maybe want to layer on like an ad group or campaign level call extension, if there's a certain reason you would want different calls, calls coming into a different number over a certain period of time. Uh, But more generally, this will be used for scheduling the times that your call extension shows to the times you can actually take calls. I think that's great because it allows you to get the benefits of the call extension by having it on, but you don't have have to be on there and potentially not answering calls when you're not able to answer calls. So I think scheduling is an awesome thing. A lot of people don't do it. Yeah, great point. I think very important. Jason, the last thing that I want to talk about, and this is very important because a lot of people get very upset, very confused, and it's not a confusing thing. I want to talk about the little bitty secret about call extensions and specifically call conversion tracking, call extension tracking that is happening. Oh, we're talking about one more thing then. Yeah. Because you missed one. 
Oh, we we will be talking okay, about okay. the cost bid adjustment. Well, I okay. It's it's my day to lead, and uh, when I say it's over, it's over. But we'll see. We'll see who has the pants. Um, when you check the box, don't look at me like that. What? Sorry. <laughs> when Go ahead. check the box? When what you, are you talking about? When you check the box, when you turn on call extension conversion tracking, what you are doing is you are telling Google that you are going to allow them to show a different phone number instead of your own phone number. Wow. So you're telling me in the ad on mobile, desktop, whatever, when the call extension shows, if you have conversion tracking on for your calls from ads, they will show not the number that you put in as the call extension, but a Google forwarding number? Exactly. So then you get calls from clients saying, why are you using the wrong number in my ad? Exactly. Sometimes, yeah. Exactly. There can be some really upset people. Uh, maybe managers, agencies that are listening now. They have they've had times whenever um, you know they've had people call and you know take screenshots and say, "Why did you put the wrong number in?" And you know, I called it, but it went to me. But when the, you know they're confused about everything. So here's the facts of it: If you are doing call tracking using Google's free call extension system, and you've you've set that all up, uh, there will be a number that may not even be the same area code that you have for your original number that's up I to believe Google. they'll use an 800 if they run out of your area code i yeah i can't confirm I that I, I i am not sure about all of that but if they run out, I, i've seen it i've seen it in a lot of different ways but essentially what happened and I, by the way i think it's an 888 number not an 800 number so uh what happens is that number is used for that one little instance for your forwarding uh, purposes. So essentially, when someone calls, you get that one dedicated number to your account. It forwards to the number that you put inside to the, the It forwards to the number that you put in. And he, here's the important part is you don't own that number. And what has always bugged me and you know, it, you know, worries me. Get over it. Is you that guys need to get you over don't it. own that number. So I, if someone wait, bookmarks wait, 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 that wait, number, wait. saves the number, they could call later, and who were they going to get? It wasn't a number that was actually you. It was, it was a vanity number. It was a fake number. It was a tracking number. Will I give you some, some assurance to rest assured here, Chris? I just ran a test, and what I am seeing is that the real phone number that I punch in as a call extension is what's showing in the ad. But when the number is clicked on, and then the thing that says call this number, then it changes itself into a forwarding number. Yeah. Okay. So okay. I also thought it used to, I, I think in the past it used to show the the forwarding number, uh, but now it appears, at least for this one ad, that it will show the number you use as a call extension number, in but the, when someone okay. clicks on it, when someone clicks on it, then in the pop-up it uses a different number, the forwarding number, Okay. and that forwarding number changes over time. But and, that's, not my, that's yeah. not my issue. My issue is if a person goes to their call history and wants to call that number back- well, you got to get over it. That's okay. I mean, that's th my that's issue. The thing. That's what I tell clients. I, is I understand the concern. That's what I tell them. But number one, you, your your staff just has to do a good job saying, you know, oh, you wanted a moving quote. Here's our phone number. Here's our website. Any, you know, we're going to send you an email right now. We're going to send you a text right now with our contact info. Uh, that way, and we don't know how long you own this forwarding number. Yeah. How long it, or it shouldn't say own, but how long it forwards to your business mm -hmm. number. I, we've never heard a complaint about it, like in the real world, like, oh, they called back this number and That's it true. doesn't go to this number. But at the same time, we wouldn't 
hear it because it would just go to a wrong number and we wouldn't know it. Um, it would be interesting to write down one of these numbers and then try calling it two weeks later, two, yeah. a week later. That's true. And see how long it lasts. But my understanding is we don't know how long it lasts. It can't so last if you that want long. It, because yeah, because there's so much there's going so much on. happening. Yeah, it's a good point. I would just encourage people to one train your business to do a good job of telling customers from Google Ads and all the sources how to get in touch with you. Lean them back to your website. Lean them. Be in contact with them. Be proactive. The other thing is the benefits of getting the conversion data inside your account. I think outweigh the chance that someone's going to call back that yeah. number a week later or two weeks later and not be able to get a hold of you. Because my understanding is they can call back that same day, the next day. We've seen callbacks. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't know. It's, yeah. I mean, it's it's a small thing, just a little issue that I have. My solution that I usually... Uh, oh, you have a big control issue. Uh, yeah. In life in general. And but this is one the, example of it coming <laughs> the out. The one solution that I offer is use a paid call tracking system. That's what I prefer. It's cheap. It's affordable. It you always own the number. What 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 a what a that's what I like. Problem solving guy. Hey, the one solution I offer, you know, go pay go someone pay else someone else to, to do yeah. that. Yeah, that's right. Go spend your money it's on. Not my problem. If you want to do it for real, yeah, yeah. Well, that is a solution. Yeah, if you're worried about always owning those phone numbers, you got. So you got one more options. Is there? You said you had one more. What is it? Yeah, let's talk about the. Uh, whoa, man! Someone's hit his. Uh, yeah, I hit my time, Jason. You get some more tuna and goldfish or something, dude. <laughs> tuna and goldfish. Well, you have a you have a rough day at CrossFit or something? Are you angry? <sighs> it is. It's getting warmer. It's getting warmer outside. All right. So let's talk about the calls bid adjustment, the advanced bid adjustment. Ah, we did forget that. Okay. Yeah, it's very important here, Chris. So there's a column in Google Ads. Um, you have your ad groups, your ads, mm -hmm. keywords, blah, blah, blah. Down at the bottom where it says show more, there's an advanced bid adjustments for the, all your advanced bid adjustments. And the only one of them currently that exists for advanced bid adjustment is the calls bid adjustment. And you can put an adjustment on there, decreasing or increasing by different percentages. And if you wanna know what that calls uh, bid adjustment is, I wanna get some good data here for you, Chris. So give me one second here. I'm gonna just. I'm finding it. I'm finding. I'm gonna it, just let. You, I'm just gonna let you hang. <laughs> well, you know, I could complain about a lot of things right now, but I'm not going <laughs> to. Yeah. Paul's bid. I, I said I'm not going to, Chris. I'm a so. great host, and I'm just gonna let you. Uh... Yeah, and you know, we do edit stuff, but I don't even. I don't care right now because I want people to live this process with me. And we'll see how good I am at Googling things okay. here in real time. So about bid adjustments, and then we'll look here for calls, see if it's on here. I'm having fun. There it is. So calls, bid adjustment, and uh, that was not helpful what I'm looking at. So we're <laughs> going back here. I know exactly what it is, but I don't want to say the wrong thing because you're making revelations here, Chris, with your talk about um, – talk about the mobile preference and all that. You, that was eye-opening to me. So anyway, these – Additional interactions like calls, calls bid adjustment, can help determine if your ads are help reaching. It's it's called the. I think what you're looking for is the click interaction or uh, the uh, the ad interaction bid. My, I, I'm not honestly. I'm not even able to find documentation on it. But my understanding of it is, when you increase your calls bid adjustment, your they will give you stronger bids when you are eligible to show your call extension. Yes. And when you're eligible to show a call only ad as well, Chris. It is the it is the advanced bid adjustment. 
I think is what you're referring to. It's the advanced bit adjustment. And what it does yeah. is whatever interactive interaction type, whatever interactive interaction type, the thing says. you have with your ad that might be other things it, you know it may not no, be a not. call no, no it not. could be other no, things you're a thug it could, you're a thug it could be you're one of those uh, uh lead forms it could be a lead form it, it no, could be other things you are you are a thug chris that is so true not what you said but what i said is true on, on the advanced bid adjustment? Advanced bid adjustment is not necessarily just Is this just what it's call. like to be married? Is this what it's like to be married to you? Where you just Me being make always stuff right? up out of- I always, I'm always- You always think you're right, but you're I, not right. Is this where you just make things up? I'm not making make it up. alternative reality. <laughs> All right, then tell me how to tell me how to do an advanced bid adjustment on your lead forms, please. You tell just me. put an advanced bid adjustment and it, whatever interactive thing that you have, it will give a higher percentage of showing that. That's why it's called an advanced bid adjustment and not the call no, it's not. bid adjustment. What's it there's called? There's only one. There, there's, it's, no, I'm not going to play your report. <laughs> What's it called? Here. It's not called the call interaction. <laughs> I'm it's asking called the, the advanced here. bid adjustment because it has to do with other no, things. No, it's called the advanced bid adjustments. And then there's different types of interactions that you can have advanced bid adjustments on. And the only one in there is calls. Now, do I have lead forms turned on? No, I don't. So I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here. Okay. But I think you're wrong because I guarantee. I think you can we. Never I think show we me, agree. You can never show me a line item in interaction types that says anything other than calls. The only interaction type I've ever seen there is calls. So if you want to increase the bids when your call extensions or call only ad mm -hmm. show, you can increase your bid adjustment on calls. Okay. You're a thug, <laughs> and you're trash because you just made that up. Well, it's been a fun day. I, is, I think See, he's, I think he's we're running out. No, this is what I'm, you always no. do. You run from your problems. Make this relationship stronger. Go deep with me right now. Okay. That's what I, I I'm done. I'm exhausted, Jason. We have I have But here's what's here's what's hard about dealing with a sociopathic podcaster. <laughs> Tell me, because I need to know. You, you wind me up and I have real human emotions, <laughs> and now this is gonna stick with me for the rest of the day. But you don't have those emotions. No, it doesn't so bother me at all. Like literally, as soon as we hang up this call, or even I won't even remember. This, you're not even going to remember that we had this argument. <laughs> and then we'll talk a week from now, and you'll be like, <sighs> and I'm going to call you a sociopathic thug podcaster. Okay. And then a week later, when I don't care about this anymore, and I feel bad I called you that, I'm going to then feel bad Apologize. and deal with those emotions because I have those emotions. And then you're not even going to deal with me calling you that at all because you don't care at all and then when i apologize you'll have a blank face and you'll say for what and then i'll have i'll feel bad again because you don't even care about me <laughs> it's amazing he cares about t-shirts that don't have brands this That's man this if he wasn't about. selling google ads jason i i tremble at thinking of what you would sell because and so do i but chris obviously we're just kidding around it and i don't feel that way about you yeah at all. right well i'm just a little well i'm i gotta be honest i get a little fired up when you just make up some complete BS. <laughs> Maybe I think we, I think we were both saying the same thing. I was just saying it in a different way. I was talking about the, you're saying if they ever add more interaction bid adjustment. The advanced bid the adjustment only, applies to all interaction types, and you were saying no. The only option in my screen is the call interaction. Have you ever seen another interaction type? In that is a good question. Literally, do you no. recall seeing one? No. So there you found okay. <laughs> so there you go. You got me to admit I'm it. I'm going to put the ball in your court. You got Daddy. me to admit it. What Do you want to edit this out this no. way or do you want to leave it in? I don't care. No. Okay. You think I care? I won't remember. <laughs>
right. Well, everyone needs to understand. And Chris, man to man, you need to understand this as a friend. Like, I obviously I don't feel this way. We just play stuff up because it's fun to argue on the air. I love it. Why do you think I, I still you, do it? All I love you. I, I you love it, and I love you. I'm not going to force you to say okay. it. I know you don't have that I, in you. I couldn't. But I you tried can to love say it, it, and I, I couldn't can love say you. it. <laughs> I literally tried. I was. I. Lo- you could probably play it back. I probably went. I. Lo- <laughs> you know about the bull riders, Chris? They say they live their lives eight seconds at a time. You live your life seven seconds at a time. Beautiful. Because when you're not in that one second That's- of. Uh, Getting thrown off the bowl. Man, do you live on cloud nine? That is going to be the the name of my my book that I finally write. Seven seconds at a time. The first seven seconds. The first seven seconds. Beautiful. All right. Well, guys, if if you you want to talk to... No plugs. Last week, we didn't do plugs. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, if you want to talk to Jason, please. He's earned it this, this week. He deserves your attention. I'll give you a plug. Um, After Dinner Investor on YouTube, I go live most Monday through Fridays around 4 p.m. and we talk about investing. So if you're looking for a little bit of non-Google Ads talk uh, every now and then, we've got that going on and we can talk about heritage growth properties. Wow. Deep. What do you have going on, Chris? I'm busy. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I'll catch you next week.